Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Project Tahiti in quarantine. It's a magical place. I'm one of your hosts, Jess, and I'm joined by your other host, Jared. What's up? Hello. We are almost coming to the end of season four and the framework debacle. This is a very intense, intensely emotional and disturbing episode, I must say. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of moments that where your like heart sinks. Where it's like, oh yeah, why is this happening? <laughs> and then and then oh it, yeah, then the big stuff at the end is just like oh. soul destroying. <laughs> it's so much worse than I remember. So much worse. Um, oh yeah. Well, and I'd, for, <laughs> I'd forgotten about what happens immediately after the first bad thing with that guy at the end. Like, like there's yes. like it's two things. They don't hold oh. up at all. This like this oh, the no. pace they do these third seasons this this time and the next time like the way they or next time it's half but but the way they do it it's it's insane like 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 like, like because and because of that breakneck pace like and how emotionally draining this arc is i feel like i'm not really ready for for the next one (laughs) i'm a little scared of of how hard that one's gonna be and and i don't even remember what happened specifically just knowing like building up to stuff like trip coming back or losing hope again like there's so many so many more devastating things to come (laughs) so god seriously yeah Yeah, trip comes back in the next episode i think i think he asked you right i think i think that's right okay well before we get started we're a part of the But Why Though podcast community. So be sure to check them out on Twitter and But Why Though PC. Um, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing with Kate and Matt and Lizzie and Maya. <laughs> it's been great. Um, but we're super proud to be a part of their community in general and in Animal Crossing. Um, this is season four, episode 17, titled Identity and Change, written by George Kitson, who I feel like he's done one other episode. Well, and he's the reason I, uh, we talked about it when the episode aired that there's uh, what do you call it? Um, the planet Kitson is in a future episode. Yes. And I was trying to speculate on what it might have to do with because there's a comic artist, an older British gentleman named Barry Kitson. I was like, could it have something to do with that? Maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> but George Kitson is definitely it. And later in this episode, when there's the wall of shield uh veterans mm-hmm. his was the He's- only name i caught but a bunch of them are creators from the shield show one of them was was uh g kitson <laughs> was one of the, de- <laughs> the dead shield agents <laughs> is this their way of like getting fired from the show again well yeah because <laughs> like, we did we had that dead. a couple of, yeah a couple episodes ago or, yeah. or, the, or the yeah the end the end of uh yeah where, when Gemma the transitionary was supposed, one was supposed to be dead in in england yeah it, the we were, they were killing production staff folks so it's like <laughs> now we're killing cre- uh writers and directors so that's uh that, I, I do like that uh, tri- tributes and, and gravestones are how they give shout outs to, to uh, the behind the scenes crew now at this point. It's oh, fantastic. Um, this episode was directed by Gary A. Brown, originally aired April 11th, 2017. Um, before we get started with the actual episode, we had a little freak out moment right before we started recording. I'll just share real quick. Uh, my laptop drive did not sync. And so we pulled up the notes and they were blank. <laughs> and we were like, oh no, what do we do? And there's just too much in this episode to try to remember. Like, 
the order. Oh, yeah, it, it would have been a and- weird episode had we tried. <laughs> like, it could be a fun. That could be a fun experiment. Um, <laughs> like, like we should pick one upcoming episode. Ooh, I have one in mind. Maybe one where uh, Je- where Gemma and Daisy trip balls. Yes, we I feel sh- like that we would be a good watch one to try and, just and do not edibles. do notes, but, but like, but like record right after watching it and just try to do it from memory. Yes, and while while, on while edibles. doing edibles, which like that, full that disclosure. It is. We are recording this on 420. It, it is yes, uh, self isolation. Yes. My uh, dispensaries, which California, I will also admit, I don't really agree that it's an essential service. It probably shouldn't be. Well, I mean, it's, it's, people it's use hard. it for chronic pain and stuff. Right? Like that, no, though, yeah, so. it's a it's, it's a fishy issue. It's unfair. It's like people who are like buying magazines at Walmart or whatever right now. It's like that's not what this I is for, man. Bathing, I bought a bathing suit at Target when I went to buy groceries. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I get it because like I'm. I, I was just I'm saying, here, my, but my place, uh, my nearest and uh, dispensary does deliver, so I am currently on edible. But <laughs> it's not not going to be quite as weird as trying to remember everything since you took oh copious notes and I just rewatched this myself. So yeah, um, but yeah, I I opened my laptop and it synced and the notes just like appeared. <laughs> Yeah, right as we were like trying to like go through the providence of like where could it be? How'd this happen? Is it a glitch? And like that it's oh no, it's just there it is. <laughs> Thank my, goodness. <laughs> my head canon is that Ada's fucking with us because she doesn't want us to come from the other place and screw up her plan. Revealing her plan. All right. Speaking of, here we go. Oh, it's been a very exciting like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so- an emotional roller coaster before our <laughs> recap of an emotional roller coaster of an I episode. Know. Um, so Daisy and Gemma are stuck in the framework. If you don't remember, Ada closed their back door, and so now they need to figure out what to do. And also, Daisy got through to Colson. He remembered who she was. Very, very emotional and beautiful, beautiful moment. And so Colson is like running down a recap of like what is what the situation he's like so this is a simulation and i'm in the real world somewhere like unconscious and the rest of our team is here and i'm a spy and it sounds crazy like when he said like if someone came up to me and told me you are in a simulation right now your body is on a submarine with russian and a robot i would be like you're fucking out of your mind <laughs> like, well, i've thought about a lot of things along this line like i <laughs> I've mentioned many times before my affinity for time travel stories. Yeah. So as a, a, from the ages of like five to 12, a lot of times I had it worked out in my head when my future self arrives, <laughs> like, will I believe him at first? You need to have like a code word for yourself. Like, oh, okay, there was, there was like a, this word and it'll be, I'll know it's true. <laughs> Back to the future came out when I was three. That shit like affected my, my de- <laughs> development when I didn't. <laughs> quite have the the fantasy reality lines drawn when I, when I was a child there was definitely a period of time where i was try, like i would sit and try to will myself like all i have to do is will myself to create a time paradox because that's how it works at back to the future he just a kid shows up with the fully realized time machine after he has the first idea all you need is the first idea of time travel <laughs> and then you can create a time machine go back in time and give it to yourself <laughs> it's like yeah doesn't actually work that way, no. <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, yeah, no, you'd have to have that person committed. Like you have to assume most people who say that are either messing with either it's the new 
version of uh of uh, whatever punked with chance yeah. the rapper or it's uh or it's uh, someone who's had a psychotic break because that's yeah. not that's never happening sadly yeah and and what's kind of scary is that actual like theoretical physicists are doing this with their whole the universe is a simulation thing <laughs> like, i know <laughs> well that's been a huge thing you. in philosophy <laughs> for like a long time like you know, it's like, oh, you know, we're what are 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 we just our experiences or our experiences in our mind? Like, what is sensory experience really? Like, it's yeah. just like a whole argument for entire entire religions. You know, based around the idea that like we're just God's dream. You know, whatever yeah. the hell that means. Yeah, and you know what? As it is all a little comforting to think that maybe this is this whole fucking situation that we're in right now is a simulation considering our our uh, national leadership and how they've no. been handling things yeah yeah honestly our, maybe our, i'll just wake up and i'll just be back to normal or no if, if we're just non-player characters in a world that's been hacked by a 14 year old with a sarcastic <laughs> sense of humor or whatever who put trump in power like yeah. like that makes a lot of sense it's right because like you can't write this shit like this no i was just saying like crazy. Object, objectively, this our current existence would be hilarious if it weren't real. Like, like, like Trump's. No one would buy that script because it's too ridiculous. <laughs> like, no, like, didn't scandal like end because they were like, we can't come up with anything more ridiculous than the current political situation. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just true. No, it's at this point. It's like all like. It's like it's like the opposite West Wing. It's like we got our <laughs> fictional president in real life, but it's a joke, like yeah. bad president instead of this like perfect heroic fake political figure that never exists. Oh my god! And I feel like bringing it back to Shield, maybe Coulson is like, thank God this is a simulation because this that's world sort of is terrible. <laughs> that's sort of how it feels, right? <laughs> like, like, although this he way the scenes plays out is so fun. It's so <laughs> funny. This is some of the best. Like speaking of like life is a weird sitcom. Like this is this is bringing me back to my initial introduction to Clark Gregg back when he was married to the president. Yeah. <laughs> when he was, uh, when he was uh, uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus's ex husband on the World According to Christine. Oh my god! Yeah, he's like, I knew I wasn't crazy, and he's like, look at these newspaper articles. Like the Hydra or the Cambridge incident was set up by Hydra. Like. This is all fake and they use mind control soap, like blah, blah, blah. And Daisy's like, what? And he's like, yeah, so now I make my own soap and it makes us think, you know, the soap that they were making us use makes us think this is all a magical place. <laughs> and Daisy's like, no, 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 that's Project Tahiti. You were brainwashed. That's what that is. But OK, cool. Wait, and he mentions <laughs> that the mind control soap is blue, which I couldn't help but think might have something to do with the, with the blue Cree blood. And yeah, everything. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, my God. But he is. He's just yeah he's he's a little crazy he's colson is excellent like clerk greg does a really good job of being this like fanboy spy fanboy in this episode like bringing him back to like who he really is deep down i guess <laughs> which i guess makes sense that's like what the framework is supposed to do uh i don't really want to say that that makes me uncomfortable for the fit stuff but that but he's also <laughs> yeah. folk he's one of the two i think biggest focuses of manipulation from ada too yeah, so it's yeah. like it, 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 it <laughs> it's a corrupted algorithm yeah yeah influenced by its programmer and their agenda Oh, that's a good point. Um, so Ward calls to warn them that Hydra is coming for her Daisy's teacher friend, Coulson. So uh, they're on to him. 
We go to the next scene, and it's Mac in his kitchen, and he's fixing a drone. And apparently, he is competing with his with his daughter Hope um, for who is going to finish fixing this drone first. And she is a brilliant mechanic, just like him, and she wins the contest. And she's like, "See," uh, and he's like damn like what the fuck and she's like well you know she says something like your mental capacity peaks at age 25 or something like that so like i've got one up on you <laughs> like she's just she like said, super she said, sassy she said 24 and i yeah. will i gotta admit you know my area of expertise on development is on the early side because that's what i studied yeah. but that seems insane to me because i also i know that like puberty can last up to like age 25 for most men like people just don't think about it or know about it because we don't want to Think about how it's an ongoing process, and there's. I think a lot of misogyny shit is. Uh, it, it, it doesn't revolve around, but includes the idea that like, oh, no, men are like men level out. You know, we're not hormonal or whatever, but that's yeah. bullshit. Like, like it's on. It's an ongoing process for men, just just the, in the exact same same way. We just don't want to admit it, but uh i'm like no i can't that can't be <laughs> but it's probably true. <laughs> I've heard that like. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. Like biology is is a weird thing. So plus, like brain capacity is like something too. If it's misused so often, like when they talk about like how much percent percent of your brain you use, it's like that's yeah, not. Yeah, like we don't even really know that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. When they talk about like like the dolphin stuff or whatever, like if if that is true, it's because they're constantly all their muscles are moving autonomically because mm -hmm. they exist in water. Mm -hmm. like, 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 yeah it's, yeah. it's not the same yeah well and then like i was gonna say like you know physically maybe you peak at 24 but i'm i was thinking of like that's not true because you think about sprinters in the olympics and it's like the older sprinters are the usually the ones that do better and it, it, different sports too like baseball like that's a thing as well because there's certain like mental and experience related things that make you a better athlete in those areas that you don't have when you're younger or you well, it might be like maybe like, like maybe your memories start to fade or something like, like, like there may be something to it but it's not but it's probably anecdotal and like an average age or whatever mm -hmm, and, and mm -hmm. it just it feels without being overly familiar with it it feels like one of those bs science things that oh, yeah. <laughs> is based on some misunderstanding or thing that we now know is explicitly wrong like sharks never stopping moving or they're yeah. being such the, the concept of an alpha male like yeah. the guy who created that like regrets has written about regretting yeah. <laughs> like, like I've, I've observed wolves for like decades more now than when i wrote, wrote that and it's just not even a thing like, <laughs> and, and all these like, always like male psychology like human psychology is based on the idea but this is a concept that exists in the wild and it isn't <laughs> like this is not even a thing like but yeah. anyway anyway Weird. <laughs> I studied More a wrong science. From, I know. Speaking of alpha male, real quick, one other quick, you know, digression. <laughs> I studied reproductive biology quite a bit in college, and we we you know we kind of looked at like different species that do have like a hierarchy somewhat right. in reproduction, and there's something called like beta males and gamma males that like basically just like hang out like 
and is part of the gangbang and are just like, hey, I'm rooting for you, dude. <laughs> like, and it's like, but their roles constantly switch. And there's like, that's mostly with fish too. It's not I was gonna like, say, I, I, like, the only instance I can remember of reading about something like that that seemed like it was legit for mammals were seals. But it also, maybe that's something to do with being aquatic life. Like, yeah, which, it's possible. Well, I remember I, reading about that being the same thing where like seals would sort of just, like you said, like be a weird gangbang thing. And then like one audience, guy would rise, yeah. to, one guy would rise. <laughs> To, to the top because I guess he was able to keep having sex with the, the most seals. <laughs> it's yeah. like, he's clearly the one who sleeps with the most seals. <laughs> so yeah. he gets to be the one who does that the most. <laughs> I know. That's yeah, very weird. It I, it, I feel weird. like it's like a, a male like need because there's a lot of types of creatures that have like a queen or, you know, like some type of female um, like I guess alpha or female with like a specific role that's yeah, essential like, like, in like a colony or like in a in a you know like you think of like lions you think of ants things like that and the males are just kind of there to and mosquitoes as well yeah all, 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 not all but most forms of insects have some some system yeah. like that yeah where the males are just kind of there for reproduction and the females are the ones that do absolutely everything else. yeah I was, I was actually reading a thing about i think it was like i, I can't remember if it was bees or ants but it was like basically like king ants or 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 bees, but it was, they were a mutant version of a drone that like had, uh, I, I have probably just the same pheromones as the queen, like, mm -hmm. like, like had, had additional uh, genetic material and, and was still a, a drone was still whatever, a male version of their species, quote unquote, just another, uh, instance of our like a lot of our ideas about i think gender and sex are okay. imagine imagined <laughs> like, like even on uh you know the and, mother nature scale and anthrop anthropomorphized also like we try to apply it to human standards when that doesn't that's not a thing in the animal kingdom anyway yeah, they, don't, they don't have our motivations or well, cultural shit yeah. yeah um so where are we at oh so uh hope beats Mac to fixing her drone, but it turns out that she stole some of the parts from a Hydra drone to fix it. And Mac is like, where did you get this? And she's like, I found it in the park. It was like, you know, destroyed. It was just laying there. And he's like, yeah, we don't mess with them. Like you, this is really dangerous. Like we just, we, you know, live our lives and we obey the law and we keep our heads down. And he calls her spark plug, spark plug, which is adorable. Oh no, me too. I was immediately seeing like, if, in the MCU, like if if Tony and his daughter like were both alive and running around mm -hmm. in future movies, like she should be like not in a suit, but she should be like operating a drone, little kid Iron Man, and it oh yeah, be spark plug. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that, that yeah. like immediately, I was like, why is there not a little kid superhero named Spark? Plug? I know. Oh my god, so cute. Um, and then he uh, he walks her to school, or he walks her to the bus stop, and he there's motorcycles driving by, and he's quizzing her on the sounds of the motorcycle exhaust. He's like, "What's that one?" And she's like, "Oh, Harley, blah blah blah." And oh, what was that one? I don't remember what the other one was. Um, but she knows them, and so she's such a little gearhead, just like him, and it's so cute. <laughs> so so. It cute. really is. It's it, oh man. This uh, she's the hardest part, I think, of this whole Ugh. arc, and this arc is devastating. Yeah. But I think it's it's we had so much time and like other stuff to mitigate the Fitz thing, you know, like mm -hmm. like like we get more and more of our real Fitz back, and he's never quite the same. But he there's improvement in that area. But mm -hmm. I mean, and and Mac 
is able to heal again because he's done it before, but it's just fucking devastating. Like, we don't ever get... This is the only piece of hope that we ever get in Mac 2. Oh, God. Oh, and the trip stuff is coming. <laughs> That's so hard, too. This... This, oh. <laughs> this was just them, like paying how off on all we, these different things and just yeah. messing with us as hard as viewers like as hard as possible uh, how can we fuck with our audience let's make a list of beloved characters that we've killed and bring <laughs> them back and make everybody pain um anyway so at the bus stop hydra suddenly shows up and they make everybody line up against the bushes and they're doing an id check and um someone's like oh i hear it's like contraband like blah blah blah. and hope is like dad like i still have the drone in my backpack i was gonna like you know go take the stuff back or whatever i'm so sorry like they're here because of me and so she's like what do we do and and mac is like i'll don't worry i'll take care of it like don't worry about it and then some white dude gets spooked and tries to make a run for it and they shoot him down and they take him in and apparently he was on the list of as of potential inhuman so they were there for him not for the drone but poor hope is like oh my god and and mac is all freaked out and it's like dude this is the world that they live in like this is a normal thing they just do oh, these raids on people standing there in public it's absolutely terrifying and like very very like i don't know just it makes you immediately think of things like you know like uh, ice <laughs> like ice now and yeah. and uh you know, just the conditions that everyone lived in, you know, like in the during the uh, former Soviet Union's reign oh, yeah. and, and East Germany and whatnot. And like just thinking about that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Imperial but, uh, Japan, too. Yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah, that's really bad. I also I couldn't help but think of on the positive side that Ada being very logical and whatnot, that part of the uh, the way this Hydra manipulation has worked out. One good thing is how many people in the Washington, D.C. area, because isn't that where the Triskelion is? Is that right? Or is that in New York? Where? No, Triskelion's in D.C. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, you'd think that's where this like would be. On the, the Potomac. D- yeah. So if this is in the D.C. area, then like it, there's just a lot of people using public transit. That, that, yeah. that's, that, that's one good thing yeah. <laughs> amongst all of the awfulness less people are on the road so. yeah, that's, that's that's true um and the so virtual environment thanks <laughs> thanks algorithm ada like for keeping things logical i guess i don't know why couldn't she just be really passionate about that instead yeah. of falling in love with Fitz? <laughs> and becoming a real boy. Um, yeah, the, po- the Pinocchio <laughs> bullshit. It's like, first off, cliche much? <laughs> like, yeah. But also, it totally makes sense. They totally like... They oh, no, absolutely. Moment, but that, like, that would be uh, my real-life <laughs> argument if I, were, if, I, if I were encountering Ada. I'd be like, come on. You've read Pinocchio. You've read everything. (laughs) You know how this turns out. (laughs) Like (laughs) Like you're either going to be nice or someone's going to burn you and and just destroy you. (laughs) That's how these stories go. Yeah. And you're not nice. So we know how this ends. Um, So Colson and Daisy go to Daisy. I'm assuming it's Daisy's apartment because I don't really remember anything that looks like this in another scene. (laughs) um, Yeah, I'm trying to remember (laughs) Daisy. Because Daisy and Ward had applied for cohabitation, but yeah. Started. But it's, so it's not their apartment; it's just hers, I guess. So, yeah. which I'm kind of curious how Daisy knows where that is. <laughs> like, oh, I guess she came from there. Never mind. Forget I said that. I let that out. <laughs> uh, I forgot that that's where this all started. Um, and so Colson reintroduces himself to Gemma, and he's like, "I'm really sorry for calling Hydra on you." And she's like, "Oh, it's water under the proverbial bridge. Nowhere." 
and he gets all he's like hey guess what apparently in the real world i have a robot hand that's so cool and he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like so so adorable i freaking love him and um apparently they're gonna ward like wants to meet up with them somewhere and so they have like a passcode and all this shit and Gemma's like really we're trusting ward and look she should be suspicious of him as always even if he's like the good guy in the simulation i would be suspicious of him too oh a- after all <laughs> they've been through it's like I don't know. I, oh. I feel like if, if if you've been abused by someone, it's not there's nothing wrong with you having a visceral reaction to their identical twin. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like it's, the, it's the same thing. Oh <laughs> like, right? God, this is this is good. Yes. They're familiar with the evil twin and this yeah. is the good twin and now they're like what yeah yeah, that's okay i know but oddly enough daisy actually like wants to trust him and she defends him she's like no he's helped us a couple times like i think we can trust him and then colson says some like spy jargon and he gets really excited he's (laughs) super super nerdy (laughs) he's like that's so cool um but Gemma's like no i don't think we should trust ward like maybe i should just reach out to fitz and she she doesn't know that he's like super super evil yeah she's just thinking that it's gonna be the same is like getting through to Coulson on some level. Yeah. Yeah. This is very much not, but, um, Gemma mentions Radcliffe and Coulson's like, wait, I know that name. And so he, um, brings up like an old newspaper article that says he was working on an inhuman cure, but nobody's seen or heard from him in like quite a while. And so Daisy decides that she's going to go back to the Hydra to the the Hydra, the Triskelion to figure out where Radcliffe is. And then Gemma and Coulson are going to go meet up with Ward instead alone. Um, so Fitz goes to meet with Hydra Ada and he demands to know what's going on with the subversive. He's like, why are you keeping me in the dark? And um, she's holding like a data pad, iPad thing. And she he like wants to see who the subversive is and she like refuses to show him. And then he like kind of he keeps pushing the issue. And so she caves and she hands him the iPad and she's just kind of staring at him, like trying to gauge his reaction. And she says she's plotting against me. (laughs) And Fitz just takes a really long time to look at the photo. And then he just like very coldly stops and he's like, well, I'll send a team to go get her. We'll take care of this. And um, I didn't catch this because I don't know why it didn't pop up in my closed caption, but her name is Ophelia. It is. This is the okay. perfect, I guess, time to do the weird comic connection. Okay. This is the only it. comic connection that I think might happen in the entire arc. Uh, <laughs> so that's weird. I'm definitely... surprised this has not been a comic story, to be honest. It feels very. Well, I mean, the first part is based on the Deltite conspiracy that I mentioned before, like the robot invasion of S.H.I.E.L.D., but they didn't put them in the Matrix. Yes. <laughs> so that's where it differs. But so a character who has appeared not in an MCU movie, but in a, a Marvel Comics film in The Wolverine uh, is Madam Hydra. Mm. And Madam Hydra is one of those characters that's like Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, who like overlaps and is both considered an X-Men character and a, uh, what do you call it? Just general Marvel character. I want to figure out who played her in The Wolverine because I don't remember off the top of my head. But uh, her real name is Ophelia Sarkeesian. She's a Hungarian woman who is also called the Viper in most of the time, but in her original appearance and a few times since then was Madame Hydra. She wears like a green outfit. She has really dark green hair or black hair yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually. Uh, yeah. And she has posed as uh, Spider Woman's mom for a while. Uh, Miriam <laughs> Drew. She uh, Here's why she's sometimes an X-Men villain. She was married to Wolverine for a stupid story. Uh, but... Yeah, uh, but 
so she was created by Jim uh, or by Jim Steranko and Stan Lee. And she was first appeared in Captain America 110 in February 1969 as Madam Hydra and then appeared as Viper uh, five years later in Captain America 180 in December of 1974. And uh, yeah, she's just she's a human with superpowers, I think. She's like snake themed. She oftentimes <laughs> runs the super or, or the Serpent Society, a group of uh, snake themed villains of Captain America that all work together. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And uh, yeah, she, and she oftentimes fights wolverine that's why they got married once okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah, it's, com- it's comics they're, they're ripping ripping off uh catwoman and batman basically it's just rip- doing that yeah. the enemies to lovers but in a very specific comic booky way yeah. <laughs> like, like what is super at this point cliched and uh yeah and they picked that i guess because she is madam hydra which they also refer to her as but yeah uh, oh. it's a nice little shout out without being the same character as ophelia sarkeesian who uh, was played by Svetlana Kodchenkova? Kodchenkova, I believe. Okay. <laughs> My apologies to mispronouncing that name. Oh, uh, Viktorovna. Yeah, this is definitely, uh, uh, that's her middle name. She's definitely Russian. So that's very Russian, sounds yeah. like. And not Hungarian. So even white people, they still. <laughs> Don't give a shit about your actual culture in yeah. in Hollywood. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Russians pretty close. I just saw a woman who I think I think was Russian playing a Latvian character in a show that I'm that I'm watching, and it's like, yeah, cool. you just nobody gives a shit about anybody's. They they disrespect all cultures. They're like pretty hateful towards non-white cultures, but they don't yeah. really give a shit about white cultures either. They, yeah. <laughs> culture very in general true. is Hollywood's enemy. <laughs> or at least very old Hollywood. True. Very true. Um, That's a very interesting comics connection. I, yeah, I thought it was I a like good it. one because it's weird, but not like because people have, you know, animal DNA or something, you know, <laughs> like, like, which is another... Or there's a weird car. <laughs> like. so I'm, I'm, I'm reading an old Marvel UK comic from the 90s where that's the whole shtick. Like instead of being rid- bitten by a radioactive spider or being a mutant or, or being an alien or whatever, it's he's genetically, in- a character is a genetically engineered super soldier. So kind of like Captain America, but they were a test tube baby and made with a, a bunch of different kinds of animal DNA. <laughs> it's oh just God. like, it feels like... I don't know. Like someone was high and watching Captain Planet, and like, <laughs> like oh my god, you know, what I'm I mean? watching the second season of Altered Carbon right now. And one of, did you watch the first season? I did, and I loved it. But without, uh, like the, I felt felt like the the back and forth of uh, was it in Martha Higuereta and uh, yeah. and and Joel Kinnaman. Like, the, I only, I only, I, I think I fell asleep. That was part of it. It was just probably be exhausted and not getting enough sleep the night before. But uh, when I tried to watch the first episode of a new season, I kind of didn't get into it. So I figured I'd revisit it again later. Cause I like Anthony Mackie. I figure it'll still be good, but yeah, well, I, I was going to bring it up cause there is a like Marvel connection with Anthony Mackie, but also like there's kind of that element of like putting animal DNA into human oh. DNA for like his skin that he's using. Interesting. <laughs> like, so he has like part canine. And so that's what like gives away, gives it away. Cause that's, um, uh, Takeshi Kovacs. It is Anthony Mackie in right. the second season. And um, yeah, he's using this like super enhanced skin and there's like canine DNA. And so they're able to like track that somehow. But it was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like- that, made, that makes me think of Jupiter's <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. Have you seen Jupiter yeah. Ascending? Uh, oh, my 
<laughs> oh my god where uh uh Channing tatum is what do you call it uh also has dog dna and i yeah. think maybe bat dna i don't know I, he has wings but but he, but he has like <laughs> but he's like werewolf or wolf dna and what's his face um the guy who dies and everything <laughs> sean sean bean <laughs> yes Exactly. Sean, Sean Bean, he has, he's an alien who is like genetically engineered human alien thing or whatever. And he has uh, bee DNA. He's a bee man. <laughs> oh, I do not remember that. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, though. But what the it's fuck? So, I, uh, everyone in quarantine, you, you got three hours. Right. <laughs> in quarantine, I may as well. Watch, watch Jupiter Ascending. It's super worth it, especially if you have edibles or something. Like it's It's dumb and weird. It makes no sense. But uh, like uh, I believe on our last episode, we talked about um, Willem Dafoe, which also <laughs> directly relates to, to this uh, movie because uh, Eddie Redmayne is doing his best Willem Dafoe in everything. <laughs> but, well, he's like he's, he's like trying to outdo him. He's like, oh, you're going to chew the scenery in Spider-Man? I'm going to chew Spider-Man scenery and then pee on it and then like do a dance. Like, he is so over the top. It's insane how crazy he is in that movie. I, highly I need to, re- I need to rewatch this because I do, I like do not remember anything. <laughs> oh my god! Before he regrows his wings, Channing Tatum's whole deal is he he has a uh, hover rollerblades and he like flies by like rollerblading in the sky. Like, like it's. I feel like I vaguely remember that. The whole thing feels like everything about it is like a good idea that Wachowski's just kind of messed up or kind of didn't quite get right. And like, I like all of it in concept, but it's like, yeah, sky rollerblading doesn't doesn't work. It's like, I'm sorry. It just doesn't look cool. There's a reason why everybody flies like Superman. (laughs) Like, cause putting your fists out and pointing the direction you're going flying. It's like what kids do when they play, like like without ever having seen Superman. It's like, like, it's just the way, humans imagine flying yes and and, <laughs> and it's not standing upright and rollerblading <laughs> <laughs> also doesn't make sense like <laughs> it really doesn't like, like that's like, not if, if they were anti-gravity yeah, <laughs> like you ha- airplanes can't do that and you're not really designed as a helicopter so how is this working Oh, All right. Anyway, <laughs> such a good visual though. It's so stupid. Oh, it's so, <laughs> so stupid. Um, that was a very interesting <laughs> series of diversions there. Anyway, so um, Daisy pops into work and Ward is like, "Why are you here? That's really dangerous that you're here." And she's hacking into Madame Hydra's files and she looks up Radcliffe's in- info and she writes some stuff down and she's like the soap made me do it and he's like what are you talking about and they're trying to leave um but may calls out and she's like stop um and she's like daisy you need to come with or she didn't say daisy sky you need to come with me or whatever and then um she like goes to like pretend to like say goodbye to ward and she hands him a piece of paper and she's like give this to simon she'll know what to do don't worry about me i got this. wait that makes me think does she have a last name when she's sky no, like so, well, at least not in the show or right. So what show, are they? So what do they call her? Agent Sky? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, they can't be like Agent Johnson. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, it's just kind of funny to think about. Like Agent Sky is like Agent Jeff. It reminds me when I taught preschool and kindergarten. It's like. <laughs> 
Agent Sally, what are we doing today? You know, it just it does. It's it may, it sounds weird. Well, there's nothing wrong with being geez. being an early childhood teacher. I'm proud of that, but at the same time, it immediately makes me think of that mindset. Like you can't call someone Agent Sky. Well, she became a Shield agent before she found out she was Daisy Johnson, so she was Agent Sky. Right, yeah, right. I <laughs> we so. just never... never heard her called that because it's... so on her ID, did she just silly. not have a last name on there? It was just Sky. Yeah, did it say Agent Blank? Now I want to go. Everything's shot in HD now. Like we can right. We should be able to see. We should be able to zoom in on this. 4K screen grab. <laughs> all right, let's see. No, it's all just pictures of her. Um, let's see. What should I use? Agent Sky, Agents of Shield, Badge. This, this is very interesting. Um, it says it's just Sky. Very and fun. it says just... specialist. It has her hair color and her height. Oh, and... was that it? Did she not become an agent until after she was uh like a full agent? Was she just a specialist before that? Was she specialist sky? <laughs> Which maybe is even Oh worse no, than there's agent, another but... one that shows that she's an agent. Okay. Oh, interesting. I'll, I'll Agent talk. Sky. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll tweet this out when this episode drops. This is a I like I like this. <laughs> this is like <laughs> this is this is a good diversion because it makes sense. <laughs> I, know, I know. Okay. Cool. Because there's Phil Coulson's field officer. Blah blah blah. Coulson Phil. All right. Let's look at the Hydra. Ba- yeah, it, the Hydra badge is the same thing. It just says Sky. I love their laminate. <laughs> I know it looks so fucking cheap looking. It's like a library card or like a yeah. They, it, was, it was like printed directly on it when I worked at a at a private school. You know, so like I feel like Shield should be a step above like, at least like some embossed shit or like a driver's license. Yeah, I could make like, these easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's not good. Yep. Where's the hologram? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Where's the text that you can only see under like ultraviolet light or whatever? Although yeah. the Hydra badge does look cool. That's a cool prop. The Hydra badge does look really cool. Come on, Shield. What are you doing? <laughs> step step up your game. Like the first one that I sent you, which is like Sky with her short hair. It looks like a Costco membership card. It like, does. The it photo like, is like, like so from, terrible. And like from 1990. <laughs> like, it looks like my high school badge ID went at, right after Columbine when everyone was freaking out. And my high school was like, you all need to wear badges with your yeah. photos on them now. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like. Yeah. God. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, anyway, <laughs> that, that, that was one of our best diversions. <laughs> um, so um, Daisy gives this little piece of paper with Radcliffe's information on it to give. Uh, she gives this to Ward to give to Simmons and Daisy leaves with me. Um, and so uh, Coulson and Gemma are at their um, rendezvous point with what's supposed to be Ward, but it's not Ward that shows up. Um, and they're discussing Ward and he's like, what's up with this dude? Like, and she's just like, I just, you know, I know him from another existence and I don't like him and blah, blah, blah. And, um, I dude pops out of a window or a window a door. Um, they're sitting there waiting for the hydro drone to leave. And so as soon as the drone leaves, a dude pops out of the door and him and Colson have the spy interaction. So he, you know, the guy says a phrase and then Colson has to say the passphrase. And then he's like so excited about it <laughs> after he says it. He's like grinning. He's like, yeah, see, I did it. And then um, the guy gets restraints out and they're like, oh man. And Colson's like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> and they get like uh, hoods thrown over their heads and they get pulled into a van and then they get taken to the base. Um, Colson is very excited about all of this. So the hoods come off 
and it's director Mace. And he's very Captain America. Like when he, the first time he comes on screen, he like kind of struts forward and like puts his hands on his hips. And he's very like his voice, like intonation is like a little deeper and a little bit more like confident. And like, I don't know, like he's just like a very different, very, very different uh, director here. <laughs> no, he's, he, he just seems confident and cool and like, uh, I don't know, competent in a way that he wasn't before. And because he's he got, wasn't like, a real freaking inhuman before, and now yeah. in the framework and he, he is. He had all these insecurities before. Yeah. But, but, and he's got like a, what do you call it? Like a, you know, couple days growth of like beard. He almost oh, looks yeah. like, like you say Captain America E, and that's totally dead on, but it's almost like specifically like in, what do you call it? Infinity War. Yeah. Like when he comes out of retirement or whatever and is wearing like the beat up outfit because even like his shield symbol at the center of his costume is like his like badge in the center is like scuffed. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like he is, it's, 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 it's effective. He looks mm-hmm. like he's gone through some shit. Yeah. Even if, even if it is virtual, he looks, he's he looks experienced it. Battle hardened. Yes. Battle-hardened yes. Captain America type character and it's funny because colson's like wow you're the patriot he's like being a fanboy again and framework mace is like being so he's like oh i I, just call me jeffrey just call me jeff (laughs) like where we know like in real life mace would be like oh yes i am the patriot (laughs) like it's very silly and Gemma asks about the base she's like what is this place because it's the playground but it's the playground not fixed up it's like the playground as if it had been sitting like since world war ii like by itself you know doing its thing um and mace tells her he's like yeah uh, an agent named billy Koenig died to get it to us and we've been trying to like get it working ever since so it's really sweet that Koenig exists in this world as well even if he's dead in it anyway um and they're walking down the hallway um, the, the hallway that we know very well and Mace shows them a brick wall that has all of the fallen agents names on it that we talked about at the beginning of this episode. Um, it's kind of like the Academy um, yeah. that that plaque or I don't know what to call it a piece of stone. I don't know. Well, and they know that. they have the same thing too at the at the what do you call it like like in the real CIA like there's yeah. a wall with all the fallen agents. Mm-hmm. But it's really cute that they like even in this simulation they did this in some capacity. Oh, and then Agent Burroughs is alive. Um, uh, Mesa's old uh, purse carrier. Uh, he comes running over and um, he's like, "Oh, I don't remember what he says. It's not really important." Um, and so they walk by um, one of the rooms. It was I exposition. It was, yeah, it's like, whatever. <laughs> like they walk by. I think what used to be the lab. I think. And it's like a room. It's just full of like refugees and it's all people who are labeled as potential inhumans and they're in hiding. So what S.H.I.E.L.D. does is they try to find them first before Hydra does and relocate them and get them to safety. And then Ward shows up um, in what I'm assuming is not the bar entrance. (laughs) Don't know if that exists anymore. Um, (laughs) And he everybody's like, oh, Ward's here. This is great. And it's so weird. Um, So May and Daisy are in a briefing and they're actually going on a mission that is sanctioned from Madam Hydra herself. And they are going after Simmons. And May says lethal force is or no, Fitz says this, I think lethal force is authorized if necessary. And then he says at the very end of this, we will make our society great again, which did they film this when the primaries were going on? I mean, because that's a really big coincidence, if not. This is in April of 2017. Well, it's 2017. Well, he was elected in November. The primaries 
Yeah, June, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. This would have been this would have been written before, but this would have been filmed probably like probably during. The, but it's uh, weird because they wouldn't have known that he would have been elected. So it's really no, weird. They, <laughs> they, they didn't know how it would turn out. They just knew that that sentiment was tied with the same shit that Hydra's tied to, you know, white oh, supremacy bullshit, I think. Yeah. God, yeah. gross. Really gross. It's so. Super, yeah. <laughs> super gross. But also I was like, are they prescient? Like, <laughs> how, do they, how do they know it was true? so crazy or maybe it was even just a commentary on like you know hydra cap or something i don't know i haven't read that comic so i don't know if there's anything like that in there it's like yeah i mean rhetoric vaguely yeah yeah anyway um so hope and mac are at home and she's like why are we are we do we hate inhumans and mac's like no um, and she's like, well, like, why are they in trouble? Like, what's going on? And Max's like, you know what? Just don't worry. You know, you're more insightful than most of your peers, but just don't worry about this kind of stuff. Like, let me worry about it. And he's like, hey, do you want to have a movie night and make some popcorn? And she wants to watch Chopping Wall, which made me laugh so hard. <laughs> well, and the way she talked about it, it's like the way I watched Back to the Future, the Highlanders, the kid. She's like, can we watch Chopping Mall again? And he's yeah. like, you mean that's ultra violent, you know, movie at the mall, you know, like, like, like fight robots? Like, uh, fine, but I'm going to skip through the bad parts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like even Framework Mac, deep down, doesn't like the. the doesn't like robots. Killer robots. Well, and I, I like even, and he's he's raised his AI daughter to hate robots too. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. or so, at least like, or at least like watching killer robot movies. Yeah, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Um, so Ward gives Gemma that the the paper that Daisy gave him, and before he fully hands it to her, he gets all Ward on her, and he kind of pulls it back, and he's like why should we trust you blah 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 like he's like being all suspicious and she's like oh excuse me hydra double agent <laughs> and and then um uh what does this say oh and mace is just like well i'm you're only here because i trust him so i don't know what what this is about but obviously simmons is like still treating this as if it's a simulation she's not treating these as people as real people <laughs> which is like I feel like there's a message in there somewhere, but we, you know, it's two white men, so who cares? Um, and so she gives Mace her framework origin story. Basically, she's like, I was there when they killed everybody at the academy and I dug myself out of a mass grave and here's my shield. I need to prove my loyalty, so stop questioning me. And he's like, okay, I got, okay, I, I got this. We're good. <laughs> um, and uh, she looks at the paper and its coordinates for some island that's east of Bermuda, which there's nothing there, because I believe that is the Bermuda Triangle quote, <laughs> which I was going to ask you if there was some kind of comics connection there, because I know that the Bermuda Triangle is. There is a bunch of Bermuda in, Triangle stuff yeah. in, in comics. I think like yeah. all I, I might be the same for both DC and Marvel, but there's like gateways to other worlds and mm -hmm. what like magical nexuses of reality it's also where uh magneto's island base island m is <laughs> uh, <laughs> which used to be like the home of like uh like from like a hyborian age this like the conan era which yeah. uh, there's all these weird marvel comics that now they can reference again because they have the conan license again mm. but for years they had 
characters that they couldn't use and stories they couldn't reference because in the seventies there were all these Conan comics that, uh, that even if he didn't appear in the present day, you know, his ancient immortal wizard, Kulan Goth, <laughs> who he fought and the ancient go- elder gods that he worshiped, Shuma Garath, this all real stuff. Uh, these characters, you know, crossed over into all sorts of different Marvel comics into Avengers and Captain America and X-Men. And so it, it's, uh, it could be an oblique reference to that stuff, but it feels like in general it's just supposed to be a place that we know there's nothing in real life, right? Yeah, like, and it's mysterious and yeah, weird. yeah. A, a good place to put something fake in a simulation or something, <laughs> something hidden, maybe too. Put someone real and important to the simulation that's fake and in, in the simulation. Uh, I gotcha, Ada. Um, so well, and, like, we ha- oh, did Ada ahead. put him there? Or did he hide there? I think he put her there. Or she put him there. Mm, I don't know. We'll talk about that ooh, in a few minutes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, I would just, I just had a thought. The other person who's there, maybe before everything went crazy, because they put her in there together. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe so that's part of it. there. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think it ever gets full. I don't think we know. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think it is, it is said explicitly, I don't think. Okay. Anyway, Gemma is like, okay, we need to go there now. And Mace is like, well, I can't really send a team there. Like, we're kind of busy. And Coulson gets so Coulson. And he's like, well, we'll go. <laughs> and Gemma's like, yeah. And 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 Ward is like, I will go, like, as well. <laughs> and so they're going to go to this island. Um, and Daisy and May are on their mission. And they bust into someone's house. And the house that they bust into are Mac and Hope's, which is, I don't remember this. And I was very upset. And then what comes after is horrible. And I hate it. But before we get there, Mace shows them the hangar of the playground. And he's like, it's really run down and like old. And it's not at all what it is in real life. And he's like, imagine a fleet of Quinjets. It would be so amazing someday. And Gemma's like, yeah, just imagine that. We already have that. And um, Coulson asks her, like, on the side, he's like, why didn't you tell him, like, what's actually going on here? Um, and sorry, Billy just came home. <laughs> and she's like, they can't handle it. Like, they're not ready. And he's like, but I can. She's like, yeah, you broke th- your through already. Like, you're good. You're the only one that's broken free so far. So, you know, I'll tell them if I feel like they can handle it. And they get on the Quinjet and Colson's like, wow, this is a real Quinjet. That's so cool. And Gemma's like, yeah, well, in the real world, you commanded a fleet of them, but they're much nicer. And uh, wait till you, you, you should have seen Zephyr one. And he's just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is all real. Um, I can't believe it's, it's true. Such a fanboy. It's so silly. Um, so we go to the interrogation room at Hydra and Mac is in the room with May and he's like begging her, like, we haven't done anything. We like, we stick to the rules. We keep to ourselves. You know, hope is just a kid. Like we don't, we're innocent. Like we don't know anything. And he's like, and she, May says, that doesn't mean, you know, oh, he says, hope is just a kid. And she says, that doesn't mean she's innocent. Obviously she's thinking of Bahrain. And Max says, we'll do anything. What do you need? Which is although, although that is a weird sign. I think you're right. But but because in this reality, the kid wasn't the one at fault. It was the mom. So May, so May like the real May is in there. It's yeah. it. She's 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 she's, 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 she
she, she she's under the surface and maybe she doesn't have the awareness of what's going on in the same way Colson did because of his Tahiti breaking the, the Tahiti reprogramming shit before. Like he has pat he has experience with mind manipulation in a way that May doesn't, I think. Yeah. If that makes sense. But yeah. she's still so strong. It's so like her character and her, her sense of true self. self. Yeah. yeah. It's so strong. There's parts of that shit is creeping through, even though she doesn't even, maybe she doesn't know why she feels that way. But I didn't even think about that. That's so crazy. It's just oh. May's that badass. Well, not only can't that, kill, can't kill her good, and right? Mandalorian either. <laughs> God, better fucking not. So That's that. Did you did you read that? I read that. Um, I think late last week they said there's one report. I don't know if it's confirmed, but they said that uh, she'll be coming back for season two. Yeah, I saw that too. Really hope that pans out. Yeah. <laughs> more, I hope that hope that pans out more than the other thing, yeah. <laughs> which I don't need to get into right now. <laughs> our, our transphobic Marvel, Marvel actor that might yeah. be coming Woo! to Star Wars. Not great. Um, <laughs> right when you have infinite choices, <laughs> like let's choose someone who has a history of, of uh, abusing yeah. it. Uh, Just because the man. internet fan casted her, like. Five years ago does not mean that should be. Yeah, before anyone <laughs> like, knew that she and her right? mom were like really mean and yeah. super hateful and bigoted. Yeah, awful. Anyway, Ward um, asks Gemma. Uh, Ward and Gemma are in the cockpit of the Quinja, and Ward asks Gemma if Radcliffe is dangerous, and she's like, um, "Yeah, maybe, uh, but sometimes the greatest threats are the ones right in front of us." And he, she's like staring at him, and he's like, "I'm really sorry." You know, I, it's my fault that Daisy got taken and blah, blah, and it, he, he just is, like, so nice and so, like, genuine and real. And Gemma is just, like, disgusted and she can't handle it. She's like, well, I'll just leave you to, like, figure out your feelings and I'm going to go back here. <laughs> like, even though it is, like, a genuine response from Framework Ward, Gemma's, like, previous like you said previous experience with the evil twin is just too much like it's just it's like this is not real <laughs> and there's so much go there's so much going on like it'd be different is a thought experiment or is a real like a legitimate like emotional like reaction and like the right thing to do like like if this is if they had a prolonged existence if they weren't trying to get out of this thing trying to save people if it was a, like revisiting this AI entity version of Ward. Like I'd want her to give him a chance, but given everything that's happening, it's like, no, <laughs> like, like, like he doesn't deserve that. Right. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like she's gotten, she's gotten to a point where she's not like having PTSD over the weird shit he did to her at the end of the first season. It's like, yeah. And everything else she's gone through in life and what she's dealing with, with Fitz right now. It's like, no, sorry, no time to process that. Yeah. Like, you are back burner. I don't have time to comfort an AI simulation ward of a dude that like I don't even care about in life and wanted to kill. <laughs> like, right, not and it might be my time. And it might be a perfect non-player <laughs> character version of Ward, you know, who's yeah. a good person or whatever. But who gives a shit you know, at yeah. the end of the day? Not you're, worth. You're not trip or hope. I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Um. So she goes back to talk to Coulson and he's just like, am I crazy? Like, he's still like really concerned that he's like crazy. And Jim is like, you're not crazy. And he's like, I live alone and I make my own soap. Are you sure? Like, and then he's having imposter syndrome and he's like, I can't do this. Like, who do I think I am? And she, Gemma, 
has a Colson moment and she's like, it doesn't matter if you don't believe in yourself because I believe in you and I know who you are in the real world and I'm and I know you can do it. And it's really, really wonderful to see their roles reverse like this because it just shows how far Gemma has come since season one. Like she was very her and Fitz, especially were very much the emotionally immature, like newbies like straight out of college or straight out of school type of thing where like no experience in the field like I mean Daisy was in the same boat but she was like a street kid so she had street smarts at least. Yeah, da- Daisy uh, at the time like when she was in that sky mode mode especially had like survival skills that mm-hmm. at the time Fitz and Jimma hadn't developed yet. Mm-hmm. They, they and they had and circling back to what we were just talking about with the, her relationship and reaction to uh you know framework ward yeah. it's like a lot of that survival skills you know a, a lot of it was the space shit but yeah. everything else you know stemmed began with his trauma you know surviving yeah. through his trauma and a lot of Fitz's shit is also rolled up in that and he's the person she cares the most about like 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 he's not just responsible directly for emotionally manipulating and fucking with her but also the literal head trauma that you know like like the brain the brain injury from the lack of oxygen and everything having a fist it's like man how could she ever forgive someone with his face and his name you know i know i know that's crazy it's just it's 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 really wonderful to like see, I guess, the progression from newbie to like revenge, like fueled to like survivalist to I don't know, bigot was somewhere in there as well. Like, but and now she got she- past that legitimately. <laughs> yeah. like she, she grew and, and, and yeah, and now she's view. and now she's a leader and she's the one that's like leading these you know she's even leading ward really in this mission because she's the one who knows what the real reality is and like what they what needs to be done and that is really cool because like we've seen daisy get a chance to lead you know we haven't really seen mac as much you know or yo-yo at all really yet but like they both they both do get a chance to like like mac especially but no it's really it is really cool to get to see her in that position like you were saying before that 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 was uh you know, my, my reaction, uh, their roles being reversed where now like Coles, the, uh, Colson is the student and she's, she's the leader and the, yeah. the, the teacher and mentor. And it's, it's, it is very touching and, and, and really just neat to see that, that growth. Yeah, for sure. Um, cause you could totally see like Colson having this exact conversation with her like two seasons ago, even. And yeah, I'm sure or, he, or any of them, right? Like, yeah. like, or any character, really. Even like, yeah. like, like in the pilot, isn't that what he does with like Mike with like Deathlock? Like, it's yeah. like he, <laughs> he just he gets through to people. I believe and in you, even if you yeah. don't believe in yourself. It's like that's so him. Like that's what he always does. I think even Daisy and Mace had that conversation earlier in the season. Like, but that's that, that's how he that's operates. What, yeah. yeah. So I, I really love that you know, it, the role gets reversed and he ha- gets to have someone believe in him. Now. Well, and, and it's cool. Cause they all have learned things and taken not uh, like, I feel like they, they, they like, like as like he, he does have that parental role, like, he, like they've all like taken something from him, inherited like oh, a yeah. skill or quality. And this is a specific aspect. I think that she has that, that, that Gemma shows that, that like ability to have to see the best in people. Cause it's the way yeah. she always is and fits. It's the way she was with Ward to start. It's the way she was with her 
hopefully not hive <laughs> possessed astronaut hydra boyfriend yeah. like, like she always sees the best in people until she until she can't and then she is yeah. a pragmatist and is a capable of, of separating that now at this point but she's mature but like it's just cool that like it's cool because it accentuates her growth like you were saying but also i think colson's like the myriad of skills he's passed down to each of them. and Yeah. And it's not that, like you said, it's something that Gemma always already had innately, but it's like he brought it out more because he saw it as something that was already there. Yeah. And that something that they had, that they had in common yeah. too, that she picked up on, like, like yeah. that she saw this is a strength. Yeah. It's not a weakness to see the best in people. Yes. It's a strength. Yes, and this is why Coulson is the best anti-toxic masculinity leader <laughs> because he's able to like show people that stuff like that. And here, here is a woman now being able to use the what's essentially deemed as like a you know feminine skill of being optimistic and seeing the best in people. It's seen as naive a lot of times. Where here, it's shown as a strength. I love it. This is why we love this show. Yeah, good writing. I know. Um, so back at Hydra, Fitz has looked up Gemma and he is in Madam Hydra's office and Ada walks in and he's like, why didn't you tell me? And she, she's like, what? And, uh, he turns the computer around and it obviously her file says that she's dead. And he's like, she's supposed to be dead. So I'm assuming she's an inhuman. And Ada breaks down and she tells him the truth. She's like, no, she crossed over from the other side. And they mentioned Project Looking Glass, which Fitz has been working on. And Ada didn't want to distract him with Gemma, essentially, because she wants him working on Project Looking Glass. Um, and he, Fitz gets kind of upset. He's like, you know, you never tell me about your real time world. Your real time. Your time in the real world. And um, she's like, because it's horrible. And then, but she does tell him, she's like, look. It's the worst reality. Shield won <laughs> and everything's awful. She says, I was their slave and they treated me less than human. Uh, and I, is she the one that says, I think she's the one that says this. Uh, they continue their conversation about like how awful Shield is. And she's like, you know what? Everything that I do is so that you and I can be together. I think that's her too. Yeah. That seems right. Although, to be fair, it's how. Fitz is acting too. I know. So I was like, I don't remember who said this. So, so I guess like I didn't remember this, but I guess like she has told Fitz that there is another reality or there is another side that it's terrible. Yeah, but 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 it feels like Fitz believes that she escaped like another reality to this reality, not that. Yeah, that was like a worse reality. He, he doesn't understand. It's he doesn't understand it's a simulation, and. What we know from from finishing the season in the next like three three episodes is revealed that Project Looking Glass is her using Fitz's intelligence and her own programming as well to work together to try to use the Darkhold information that she has and the power of the Darkhold to recreate like the crazy ass portal shit you know yeah. that they did before and now actually bring someone from the framework through into the real world as a real physical living being yeah. so this way she can pinocchio herself yep yep but she and fitz can be together outside of the framework because for all of her bullshit about it's just as good as reality she craves reality yeah and she she knows it's not the same uh so she gets an alert on her phone and i didn't read what it said it, it like they showed it so that you could see it but 
I guess it's not important because <laughs> you, did, you wrote that, but didn't write what it was. Yeah, so I didn't go back and look. And Fitz, I don't remember what it said. Either. It's so funny. <laughs> it's important enough to write down, but not important. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So she leaves, um, and Fitz is still standing there looking at the photo of Gemma. He is clearly affected by her, and this is no, but it's like his it's, worst nightmare. No, but it's like he's so scrambled in. All yeah, he knows like, is I'm affected. He doesn't know like like I, I love this person or, or, I, yeah. or this person feels familiar in a comforting way. But instead, it's like he I know I recognize this person <laughs> and it's deja vu. So I want to fucking kill it yeah. <laughs> like, because I don't like that because I don't like stuff I don't, I don't like not knowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we go to the interrogation room where Hope is, and Daisy's in there with her. And Daisy's very visibly uncomfortable because in the house like when she realized it was mac she saw hope and was like oh my god you're hope <laughs> and um i think she said something in this scene where she's like you're his hope or something like that and she's like what are you talking about um but then hope blames herself because she's like it's my fault like i'm the one that had the drone like they never would have come after us like daisy's like it's not your fault i'm gonna figure this out don't worry um i just, I just remember what fitz is experiencing it's called jamais vu it's the it's uh, uh, in America and maybe in France too that we refer to it sometimes as the opposite of deja vu, but it's when a person or experience feels like like it's something you recognize, but it's also familiar and unknown. But mm-hmm. instead of instead of like feeling like you've done it before, it's just like I know you, but I don't know you. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. I I recently had heard someone <laughs> use it and describe it as reverse deja vu, and I was like, ooh. Remember what that thing is? <laughs> yeah. That's ironic that you couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, my God. So um, Maisie and Day both come out. Uh, May- wow. May- Daisy- May- Daisy- <laughs> Maisie and Day. May and Daisy come out of the interrogation room tandem. And she's like, how to go in there? And Daisy's like, well, I, didn't- I got nothing. You know, she's a kid. And May's like, well, I haven't broken him yet. Yet. And... Daisy immediately goes into the room and um, she's like, Hope is fine. Like, she's okay. And um, Mac says something like that he might know her. And he's like, wait, do you know who I am? He's like, yeah, I know you. You're Daisy Johnson. And for a second, I was like, oh, my God, he knows. Oh, no, he does not know. He was fed this information by May to say to her to out her as a S.H.I.E.L.D. operative. <laughs> well, he, he says, he says you're, uh, you're Daisy Johnson and we're both agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And, she's, and she like, she and you and I <laughs> are all freaking out like, yes. And then she's, and she, she says, uh, Yo-Yo is in the real world. You know, she's waiting for you and she's worried about you, but we're going to get you yeah. back to her. And he looks like. Who the fuck is Yo-Yo? It looks, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it looks like it's half that and half like just sad. Like yes. Just, it's like pained. And you're and I was like, wait, what? No, <laughs> this isn't the right reaction at all. And I was like, is it because he already knows he doesn't want to go because of hope? And then, I, and, then I, and it clicked. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like you said, like, uh, like it's it's bullshit, and and she figures it out. Like when oh, she like registers, like, like she's like, oh god damn it, and he apologizes and shows like the microphone like, that he's holding. Which is what they told yeah. me to say. Oh, uh, and he just looks so tortured. This entire scene, it's so hard to watch because you we got we oh they're so cruel. We get that second of hope. We're like yes, like he's still okay. 
Or it's no, like he's you can, not. <laughs> or it's like you compared it to the ice situation too. It's like it's put, it puts people in a situation where people, like, in order to protect his daughter, he is fucking over someone there's a stranger that he doesn't want to but it's like they yeah. turn people against each other and it, it, yeah. you know in these sort of kind of fascistic you know uh, regimes and and it's so it, he it, because we know his character is oh. not changed he's not a yeah. fifth situation he's or a ward yeah. situation he's the same mac he just has his daughter back Ugh. And it's like it's breaking him. This is the same guy who wanted to be a mechanic at Shield, didn't want to be an agent. I know, and because and he didn't want to do combat. He didn't yeah. want to hurt people. <laughs> oh God! So Daisy runs out of the interrogation room to try to get away, but May comes for her, and uh, Daisy gets away for the moment. We'll come back to that. Um, Ward, Coulson, and Gemma land on this mysterious island east of Bermuda, and Coulson's like, so what should I do? And Ward's like, just try not to get yourself killed. Um, and Gemma hands him a gun. She's like, just in case. Like, you know, just in case you need to defend yourself. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. So they find Radcliffe playing some, I forget the name of this game, but it's like that game with the balls and the- Croquet? Mouth. Thank you. <laughs> it was like some lawn game. <laughs> and he's in his robe. And Ward comes at him with a gun. He's like- stop right there and he's like oh hive and i was like oh shit i totally forgot that he doesn't know him as ward he knows him as hive and then Gemma and colson come out and he's like very disturbed and he's like oh god why are you guys here and then he starts like looking at hive and he's like wow you're the one who came before hive i never got to know him and Gemma's like no 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 we are not here for that (laughs) you need to you need to help us and he's like there's no escape from this place i'm sorry i can't help you Oh, that's so peak Radcliffe, though, to like be in this weird situation and then like find something that's a curiosity and like want to figure out what that is. (laughs) He's like, oh, interesting. New something new in this thing that I thought I knew all about. (laughs) Like, oh, it's like a raccoon with something shiny. Um, (laughs) No, it is. He's a genius raccoon. (laughs) Um, So we go back to Daisy's situation and it's really cool because she enters this elevator where the hydra guards are like trying to go down the elevator to find her and the doors close it's very winter soldiery like she beats everybody up and then she walks out of the elevator and she has a bulletproof vest and a big gun and she tries to go down the main escalator into the lobby which i was like why would you do that why wouldn't you go out like some secret exit or like go to the roof or something there's no there's nothing leads to an inexplicable bar (laughs) like what kind of shield what kind of former shield headquarters is that? yeah but then i was thinking like maybe like because she only knew the triskelion as like a very like entry-level agent like she only knows about the one entrance and exit <laughs> like for, or maybe hydra only has that one entrance and exit to control things but that's it's possible still, too in that yeah. fascist bullshit it's yeah. not uncommon but also i was like why would you take the escalator like that's why not like- just bust bust on a window and decelerate <laughs> yes. with your with your hover vibration powers i've seen you lift people <laughs> she doesn't have those in the framework she's just a normal human anyway well, it's not but, enough but she should because she's potential in human right she should use to get herself to some terrigen don't they she have does. some there That's she what should, she should, she should. this is what her, should have been her plan she should have gotten some terrigen got her power jumped out the window and then Boom. she could have saved hope <laughs> and everybody would have been fine it would have been great anyway so she gets caught and then the agents start kicking the shit out of her it's, it's reminiscent to that first scene that we see when she walks into the base with ward and there's other agents kicking the shit out of an inhuman and she like wants to go help and ward thinks that she wants to go help <laughs> like not save the inhuman anyway 
back to the island, Radcliffe's like, you know what? None of this is what I intended. I really, this was supposed to be a paradise. This was supposed to be the afterlife. It was supposed to be the perfect place for us to like rest our minds after, you know, whatever. Um, and Ward is like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what you guys are talking about. You're just wasting time. We need to go. We need to take him and go. And then um, someone walks by and it's Agnes. And Ward's like, oh, maybe we should go get her too. And Radcliffe's like, please leave her out of this. She doesn't remember the real world. Um, it, she's dead. <laughs> and guess what? Ada killed me too. Uh, and um, she she's going to be really disturbed if she finds out like what is actually real. And he says, like, if I weren't dead, I would I'd be really impressed uh, by Ada for <laughs> all the all the fucking because Gemma says something about like how she how was she able to breach her pro programming? And, you know, she found the loophole of, you know, to protect the framework. She had to kill Radcliffe. And he's like, oh, it's very impressive. Anyway, Radcliffe only wanted to do good. It's all he wanted. And Gemma's like, well, do some good. Finally, do some good now. Um, and so he tells her where the Russian is and like where their bodies are. And she's like, OK, that's great and all. But. Uh, we need to get out of the framework. He's like, well, you obviously got in here somehow. Like, why don't you just go back the way you came? And she's like, yeah, I can't. And he's like, oh, great. That means Ada knows that you're here. And then all of a sudden a ship, which I believe is the Zephyr, flies over them and Radcliffe's like, go hide. And it's Ada and Fitz and some agents. Um, and they Ada comes down and tells them to search the island and Radcliffe's really upset. This is like where I was confused on whether you know, Ada put them there or he put them there. Yeah. So Ada's upset because he's like, hey, you promised if we didn't leave the island, we would be left alone. So why are you here? And she's like, oh, the no-fly zone was breached about an hour ago. So we know that there's people here. We know that there's subversives here. And um, Gemma and Ward and Coulson are watching from a behind a bunch of trees. And Gemma starts to realize that Ada and Fitz are together. <laughs> And um, she, uh, Ada and and Radcliffe are having this whole conversation, and um, she is parroting back some of the things that like he said to her when she was just AI. Like he's, she's like, "Oh, sometimes it's okay to lie to save a life." You're the one that taught me that. And he calls her Ada, and she's like, "Do not call me that." The A in that acronym stands for artificial. And she starts asking him. She's like, "Do you know how degrading it is to be locked in a closet and to be called a thing and be used as a thing?" Um, it's you know, I, she all of her rage about how she was treated as a robot comes up because <laughs> she wants to be a real girl. Uh, and then Fitz, who had gone off to search for the subversives, comes back with Agnes. Oh, no. He's like, I found one. Well, and, and Agnes and, like, Ada, they, like, seeing them, like, on screen together, like, they don't, like, they almost don't even look quite the same. Like, they do a good job with the makeup and Mallory Jansen, like, as we said before, does a really good job of differentiating between the two. Like, even as Ada is like getting more and more emotional, you know, they still yeah. feel very distinct and she, and she does still feel very artificial and prim and proper, you know, and just like to an insane degree compared to Agnes who does just seem like a real person. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the back at Hydra, Mac and Hope are reunited in the hallway and Daisy who got the shit kicked out of her <laughs> gets dragged by them and Hope like oh my god she tried to help me and may comes up to mac and he's still kneeling down next to 
next to Hope and she's like, Hydra thanks you for your service. And she stands there like waiting for him to respond. And Mac says, Kill Hydra. And he's just so broken. And Hope is well, like, he, Daddy, yeah, he, what did you do? Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he and Hope both are destroyed by this moment. Like, oh my God. And oh, it made me so upset that Mac, a black man of all people, had to say Hail Hydra for like what it represents. I was just like, oh my God. When saying it to like, me, like the fact that they're both fucking working for Nazis. And again, I know that it's. And she's that, that, Asian. And like, there's yeah. a whole. <laughs> like, no, it's not good. No, it's really. I mean, it's supposed to be not good, but it, they really amped up the. Oh, this is bad. Not good. Well, and they they can't use the bullshit like Nick Spencer, like you mentioned before, the Hydra Cap stuff that was going on while this was happening in the comics. Mm-hmm. And you know, Nick Spencer said repeatedly leading up to this storyline's culmination, the big secret Empire crossover that happened while this was coming out, and it started in the cap comics while this was being made. And he's like, Oh, you know, Misty Knight was in the, was in Hydra and blah, blah. And we've talked about before how it's in the comics. It's more of it. It came from Nazis. I mean, they retconned it now where it is like in shield where just it, it, Nazis ended up kind of commandeering it just like they, did, you know, tried to Norse mythology or whatever. It doesn't yeah. make that in and of itself racist, but the group we're working with is, and they, they don't use that excuse on this show because Gemma called them out like we talked about yeah. in the meta meta moment where it's like don't tell don't let anyone tell you different when she agreed with the kid <laughs> with the kid from Colson's class it's like yeah. I draw really are Nazis aren't they it's like yeah. fuck yes they are kid no. like and and it just makes this these moments like you say just hit so much harder seeing Mac and May both like May actually programmed at this point because of everything and manipulated into buying into it and and Mac just like under duress they're both heartbreaking in different ways yeah yep um so back on the island Fitz is looking at Agnes because he knows obviously it looks like Ada and he's like she even he has the audacity to say she even has your face I was like you fucker like he doesn't know know what's going on but it's still so gross oh i was so upset when he said that and so ada spins the narrative on radcliffe to get fits on her side she's like he you know they're trying to take us apart like and we just want to be together and like they're trying he's the one who enslaved me yeah and like just totally spins it and i guess that is her truth you know but it's still I don't know. She's an AI. They're humans. It's not. It's like enslaved you after he made you. It's like it's like it's like that's like. But you're not a person, right? Well, it's like getting mad at the universe for having physical laws. It's like I'm sorry. My is my computer enslaved? Is my phone enslaved? I don't know. Are my no? And once they have self awareness, like like, it is. There's a question that's interesting, but she's Mm -hmm. taking it too far. (laughs) And. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's complicated. Um, but Fitz takes a gun and he points it to Agnes and he's like, Radcliffe, convince me that what you're telling me is the truth. And oh no, Ward is like, okay, I gotta take the shot. I can't do this. I have a shot. And Jem is like, please don't, please don't shoot him. And so he's like, Why? I you've been fucking weird ever since like even like Sky has been weird since you got here. Like, what is the deal? Like what who are you and wh- why can I not shoot him? And so she tells him the truth. She's like, I come from a different place and Fitz in that world is a good man. He would never kill an innocent woman and I love him. And if you do this, I will lose him forever. And she's like begging him, crying. And I can only imagine Gemma having this relationship with Ward, even though it's not this Ward, 
having to beg him not to kill Fitz again. <laughs> no, she's reliving one, oh. of, one of her greatest traumas and in her experience up and up until this point, probably legitimately fits his greatest drama. Oh <laughs> like, my God. I was just like, this is so fucked. I didn't think about that part. That's a yeah. great parallel. God oh. damn it. They're good. They're I so, know. how did, how is this episode so full? Like there oh. are like 18 parallels to different things in previous episodes without like, without feeling like, what like self-referential without feeling or like, like a clip over show. or too much you know yeah. like oh uh, i mean it's still a lot it's, but <laughs> it's all like it's all like subtle and the way it's a lot is like because it's emotionally draining not because it's like oh it's hard to buy or whatever you know what i mean yeah. like it's just it's just well crafted yeah as they, it's not as... exposition it's emotional beats and like yeah. parallels like it's it's like poetry it rhymes type of well thing. it's not yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and it's not patting themselves on the back it's just yeah. the recur- recurring themes you know in fiction <laughs> yeah and so Fitz, um, Radcliffe is like, or Radcliffe's like talking to him as if he knows him, obviously, because he does. And Fitz is like, why do you act like we know each other? Well, and and it's, it's like you were saying before, like, I feel like, like, like it's like he's sort of with the, him recognizing Gemma on some level and the jamais vu. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing. I think a little bit where he's like, he's saying it, like, why are you talking like, you know me when it's really like, why is it like we know each other? Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. want to admit it. Yeah. Um, and he starts talking, to, like telling him what's going on. And it is like, um, the soldier or Fitz wants to go get the other subversives. Like, let's go get them. Um, and it is like, no, no, no. The soldiers can go get them. <laughs> like Fitz does. Uh, she obviously doesn't want Fitz running into Coulson or Gemma. Gemma, right. <laughs> yeah. Especially Gemma. And Radcliffe starts talking to him. He's like, you know what? We work together. We built things together. You were like a son to me. And he's like, what about Gemma? Like, you know, you you love her and like you the fits i know nearly drowned for her and crossed the universe for her oh man (laughs) like this is not the fits that i know he wouldn't do this and ada starts feeding him her truth um and she's like no he's just trying to come between us he's lying blah blah blah. and um it's like you're not this man and fits is like i know exactly who i am and he shoots agnes and Gemma screams and Fitz hears her and there's a whole firefight like Ward and Coulson and Gemma barely make it to the Quinjet to get away and oh my god the, ca- the caption read distorted scream and I was yes. like oh, fuck you caption <laughs> but, like, they make eye contact from like across the beach and it's just like Gemma is like oh my god and just I know exactly who I am no I don't like this I had completely forgotten that he does this. No, and this but is this is like, how we knew that something was different about this fits. Well, and and like <laughs> I, like what I teased at the beginning of the episode, this is just the first in like a one-two punch. Oh. Like and because we'd forgotten about details, I feel like it hits even harder. Oh my god, yeah. Um, it's really funny. Uh, Colson, of course, tries, makes <laughs> makes makes this funny. He's amazed. He's like, "Wow!" Like I he's shoot shooting, <laughs> yeah, he's and he's like hitting people. his targets every yeah. time. And and he's he's like, like, I'm really I'm really good at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like the opposite um, of a stormtrooper, and he's just amazed. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, how, do I, how am I doing?" Yeah. Um, and Gemma is is realizing, you know, oh, and then also Radcliffe, like during the scene, he's like, please don't kill her, because if you kill her, she's gone. Like she she's gone forever. Like she will not exist in the framework anymore. And she's dead in real life. So Fitz really killed her. 
Yeah, he erased a consciousness that was yeah. once human. Well, yeah. It's really gross. Like so he legit killed a human being. Ugh. So they get back to the base and May starts interrogating them. He's like, How could this have gone so wrong? And he's like upset with Gemma and Cole. Well, yeah, he's like, Apparently, you love the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is so off put by that. To be fair, like, oh, I yeah. If you found out it's like this new person is Gemma's, really... <laughs> Gemma's probably like, Yeah, I don't, I can't believe it either. He just killed someone. Like, no, it'd be, it'd be, it's, it's insane. It'd be like, if you found out like the, the person who's like instrumental, I'm in love with and, Trump. Like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be so strange. Or like, so, or like, someone like Donald leading... Rumsfeld. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be. I, I was just imagining like like a World War II comparison where it's oh. like somebody like leading an underground movement in France. It's like, oh yeah, no, I'm dating Mussolini. It's like what? <laughs> it's like what? No, yeah, yeah. What is wrong we, with you? Like why are you we here? Don't talk about politics. <laughs> he has his thing. I have mine. I'm yeah. smuggling your people to their freedom. He's executing anyone who questions them. <laughs> like, it's like it's fine. Like, if we no, work it out. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Like, 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 as a viewer, I think I, I just immediately feel for Gemma and like yeah. with her emotionally. So I'm a little bit outraged. But you're absolutely right. Like, from from Mace's perspective, what the fuck else is he supposed to say or think? Like, well, he's like, like, why did I let you in my base? Like, yeah, it's a legit question. Like, who the fuck is this crazy person? <laughs> like, like, we're all from another world, but we're not. And she is from the other world yeah, directly, and, and she's in love with the fucking <laughs> with. with Whatever, like Mengels, like it's like what? <laughs> oh my god! And Colson's like trying to protect her. He's like, look, she's been through a lot today. Like, please just let her, you know, give her some space. Like, he's just, he's so great. And then, um, Gemma just comes undone. She's like, none of this is real. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Like, and then Burrow, and then another gut punch right after this. Burrow's busts in the door, and Mac is there, and he's like. I uh, met someone named Daisy Johnson today and I Apparently. turned her in and I felt so guilty. I couldn't look my daughter in the eye. So I want to join the resistance. And oh my God, a, a beam, <laughs> a moment of light in a really dark episode because we know that Mac is here and he's really him still and he's still a good person. Yeah, e even not being awoken <laughs> to the illusion, he's still. He's still drawn Join, to this. Yeah, on yeah. His, of his own volition. Like, it's just yeah. so, he's so, no, you're right. It is. This is why he's my pick for Captain America. He's, he's the He's the fucking man. He's the oh. best. It made me so happy. I totally cried. I was like, Mac is here. Still Mac. Because <laughs> after seeing what Fitz does, it's like, oh, God. Like, thank God there's still someone that's still themselves. Like, oh, oh my God. I wouldn't have been able to handle it if Mac went evil. I would have oh, yeah, stopped that watching yeah, the yeah. show. <laughs> Um, so the very end scene, Daisy is in a cell and she's beat the fuck up and she's listening to Radcliffe scream as he's being tortured. And Fitz comes in and he's like buttoning his jacket back up after, you know, torturing Radcliffe. And he's like, huh, so I ran your test results and looks like you're a potential inhuman. But you already know that, didn't you? And she's like, he's like, uh, or she says something like, Fitz, we're friends. Like, you don't want to do this. And he's, I know you. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You're not, you're not this person. He's like, well, you know, the guy over there is trying to tell me the same thing and he got tortured. So are you sure you want to say that? Um, and he's like, and I do want to do this. Um, you don't, I guess you don't know me at all. And then they drag her away to be tortured. 
<sighs> so rough. It's so, it's so much worse. So much worse than I remember. Well, here's the thing that you put in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when Wait. we thought the notes were gone. And I like it also, it, it, it not only absolved Google of any wrongdoing in the end, but it also proved it's sort of like fuck up proof. Because when it did have two conflicting versions, it merged them without overriding. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, hey, hey. My hands are clean. You fuck ups can do whatever you want, but I didn't do this. Like Google, Google is cool with you. If you're cool with us. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> fucking <it w> technology, <laughs> man. Like uh, between the framework and the notes, it's all just it's all fucking with us. Why doesn't all our free shit work right all the time? It's right? Like, oh, it did I guess? Yeah, it worked really great actually. When we thought it was gone, it actually. Yeah, it was the inverse framework. Like you said, it was A to fucking with us so that we don't suspect that that's what all, <laughs> this would all make a lot more sense. <laughs> this is some weird bullshit simulation to see how weirdos and stupid Americans would react in a pandemic. Oh, and we are failing miserably, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw, I hadn't seen, I'd only read about, I hadn't seen footage of like the the Detroit like traffic lockdown, gridlock thing or the oh, protests. God. Like the, the people protesting against the stay at home orders and the stupid states that just it just enacted them because yeah. the governors were holding out because they were buying into the bullshit before. It's it, just if, if you have well, to go, go to work, it's one thing I, like that's fucking sucks. But all the people who can stay home and are being told to now, you know, for real reasons and buy into the crazy, the crazy bullshit like it's all a lie or it was all engineered by these companies that created the virus or it's not as deadly as the flu or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. well, and I like, where is your indignance for the, you know, these small businesses that are like losing money and go under where is, where is that attitude when these giant corporations are swallowing up small businesses because they're getting huge tax breaks and they're just able to do they have no oversight and they're able to just because of the government you're uh, absolutely right it, it will, like where is this outrage well there? it's the same the same <laughs> like, group that like are the one party voters a lot of them are, 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 are uh one policy voters you know and don't uh say they're pro-life you know they're they're quote-unquote pro-life and anti-abortion they they show their asses when they are on board with like, well, yeah, some people are going to die, but it's acceptable losses for the economy and blah, blah. It's like, yeah. you're not willing to let a woman a have a choice period, but like B like in a case of like threatening a woman's life, like, like you're not willing to give on that, but a lot of people have to die so that rich people can keep getting rich. And I can keep getting fucked over. Like, I, like they don't even yeah. know. They don't even have any idea how to vote for their interests. It's, it just seems yeah. to get more and more, true it's, as time goes on which is really well, scary and it's really frustrating because the media is only covering like these protests of you know people wanting to they're protesting the stay-at-home orders even fucking california like huntington beach was like uh like someone had a sign of like i want to get a haircut like they're standing outside of baskin robbins saying like we want to go back to work and we want to like be able to go to the store and it's like you can go it's right there it's open <laughs> like just go well i was <laughs> people reading are still working <laughs> like and all these people have like masks and shit on and they're like it's a hoax it's like oh really then why are you wearing a mask if it's a hoax like you know it's not a hoax anyway oh, it's true the media is covering all of these protests but they're not covering the protests of people that are like you know trying to get a, a 
a rent freeze or a mortgage freeze or credit freezes or utility bill the freezes or more or more stimulus like per household like i don't they those are not being covered but those are happening <laughs> like and they're much and bigger and they're real yeah. <laughs> and they they that's real what we should be protesting issues. yeah so it's it's awful like no and it's and like you said like it is a little this this uh, this feels germane to the episode because it is like prescient to our current situation with trump around it's like this is this is where we're going is towards the, the framework hydro world if yeah if, if trump is allowed to keep in power during this sort of crisis like the combination of people getting their being like stir crazy and getting their information from one source it's all biased one side or the other and it's like like you said nobody's actually covering the important stuff like not really like it's well, I want to know, like, what happens, speaking of, like, framework stuff, what happens when they finally do decide, like, okay, we need to have some type of tracking system to figure out who's been exposed. Like, if one person's been exposed, there's, like, a lot of investigational epidemiologists will be like, okay, who did you talk to in the past week since you've had symptoms? And so they have to go and tell all those people to be quarantined. They're talking, you know, in South Korea, and I believe in China as well, they were using cell phone data to do stuff like that. We can't do that here because it's a violation of privacy. But, you know, How long the, de the Department of Homeland Security greatly violates privacy. And that was created in a situation where much more people are dying and it's much more severe now than it was in 9-11. Like, yeah, if, if you think they're not going to make exceptions, <laughs> they're so going it's, to for sure. It's yeah. Just so. But, but they're resistant to, I think, right now because they don't want to admit how real it is. <laughs> yes, because they want to like be like, oh, we did the right thing by not reacting immediately. But we're going to get to that point at some point because otherwise we can't go back to work like until we figure out who is infected unless there's a vaccine, which there isn't going to be for a while. Yeah, no matter like, what, best case scenario, like what, a yeah. year? Like, so they, and that's, and that's, that's like really blue skying it. Like yeah. it's probably going to be a little bit longer. Yeah, because you have to manufacture. I mean, they're doing a good job of like trying to – yeah. When they don't have it yet, like oh yeah, like you say, they're trying, and there's yeah. a lot of people, a lot of countries, and and intelligent people, resources towards since, it. Since SARS, there's been a lot of scientists already working on stuff like this, and so they have the tools. They just need the right. They need to test it basically to make sure it's safe and to make sure it actually does work. Um, and how Here's long stuff. it works <laughs> because it might only work for like three months, and then you might have to get vaccinated again. So anyway. I'm more worried about like, yeah, we're, we're, we're at right now is shit, but like what happens when the Trump administration decides to have that type of overreach that we're seeing in the framework <laughs> where they're actually tracking people and then it's gonna get they, even scarier fast. they can eventually use that shit to, you know, do ice raids and make it, you know, it's even worse than like what is happening now where ice is like at the hospitals or <laughs> people who have COVID trying to deport them. It's like, uh, so, so yeah. gross absolutely really gross that's really bad so yeah state of the world is is real great um watch shield and uh uh listen to our recaps for your mental health <laughs> we yeah we're almost out <laughs> i would say we're almost out of the what do you call it like total oppressive sadness of this portion of this season and the next season is just like weird time travel-y stuff and sci-fi space stuff so like Oh, and we get Deke. <laughs> yeah, we get to, we get to meet moron. <laughs> Jeff Ward is introduced to the show. You get to see his weird <laughs> goofery. <laughs> like, 
And his oh. lemons. <laughs> oh, his oh lemons. so one last diversion before we end the episode that has nothing <laughs> to do with any of this. So I was it, it was um Chloe Bennett's birthday a couple days ago or yesterday. It was a couple days ago. And I was looking at her Instagram and I realized that one of her brothers is named Lincoln. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I like that. I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's he, She can't escape him. <laughs> no. We can't either. Oh, that's right. fantastic. Um, all right. Where can people find you? <laughs> I can be found at Ice Snow and Nothing in a couple places. Uh, Twitter mostly. You don't really use Instagram, but I have one. Uh, where can people find you? You can find me at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess. I'm posting a lot of what I'm cooking. So I'm cooking a lot of Japanese comfort food and, and playing a lot of Animal Crossing. So if you play Animal Crossing, hit me up. Come visit my island. Sell some fruits. Yeah, a lot of people are playing <laughs> Animal Crossing. I Dude, don't it's like the total games. it's a total comfort game. You basically just like fish and catch bugs and like, <laughs> like oh, it sounds, collect sounds... things and talk to villagers and build things and you have a mortgage and the guy who's on the <laughs> island is a complete like loan shark and it's really weirdly realistic, but also it's just really simple and really it's a really great escape thing and it's social. So fun escape, <laughs> it's perfect for a time like now yeah escaping is good right now makes you sure. feel in control of your life and um you can find this podcast at project tahiti on twitter you can send us an email which i have not checked in like three months project tahiti pod at gmail.com i cannot remember the password we may never be able to check the email again but <laughs> so, keep sending the questions please or you know just like <laughs> dm us I, that's probably the better way to contact us <laughs> um, we're on all the podcatchers if you're a browser listener go to but why though podcast.com we have um embeds on on our on our page so you can go listen to the latest episodes thank you all so much for listening to project tahiti it's a magical place catch you later bye <laughs>